Welcome to Inbound Sales Journey. If you want to hone your sales skills and learn from the leaders on inbound selling, you've come to the right place. This episode of Inbound Sales Journey is brought to you by the Agency Sales System, the online course designed specifically to teach you how to build a rock-solid agency sales system inside your HubSpot CRM. Learn more at doinbound.com slash sales course. Now, here are your hosts, Ryan and Greg. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Inbound Sales Journey. I am Ryan Herman, joined by Samuel Gray McKenzie. Hello, Samuel. Hello, Ryan Remington. We are talking We're today. Podcast. We are wrapping up a three-part series, still all in part of season six, uh, talking about the digital marketing calculator uh, that we use, so inbound revenue calculator. Uh, so what we're going to be talking about in this last section here is how we use it to clearly communicate value. Um, so just trying to wrap it up, Gray, uh, and chat about how we actually functionally use this uh, in a day-to-day situation with our clients, how we use it to communicate value to them. And, uh, and Gray, if you want to open us up with your thoughts, you can do that and then I'll take us home. What if I don't, Ryan? Have you thought about that, my friend? No, I guess I'll have to uh, to carry the team on my back. Sounds just at like least every other week. Now, so I knew I knew it was coming. Uh, yeah, let's do this thing. So, if you guys missed last week, we really dug into the five numbers, as Ryan termed them, the five magic numbers of the inbound revenue calculator. Pretty magical. And we hit on a lot of the ways that we use it. But what I wanted to hit on in this episode is how we try and highlight the ROI and how we help people understand what do these numbers actually mean and what's the opportunity there. So out of the box, what this calculator spits out when you put in your traffic, your leads on a monthly basis, your average number of or percentage of qualified leads, your close rate, and your lifetime value of a customer. What it spits out obviously is um, some of the individual metrics, conversion rate, how many qualified leads and new customers you generate per month and the net new business that you're driving for it. But then in the impact section, the three kind of impact boxes that are generated by default are what is what would your revenue look like or what's that net new business if you increase your conversion rate by 1%. That's the first one. The second one is what is the impact if you increase your website traffic by 30%. And then the third number is if you increase both of those, what's that? And so what we're trying to highlight there is obviously if you've increased your conversion rate by 1%, but you also increased your website traffic, it's not just adding those first two numbers together. Um, You're going to get a larger number because that 1% conversion rate is taking effect on traffic that's 130% what you had before. So – that's just really generic numbers, though. I mean, there are some people who are converting, very rare, but there are some people who are converting really well, and we look at it and we say, like, your problem is not a conversion problem, getting the leads. Your problem is, you know, it could be any one of the other numbers uh, that we're looking at there. And then there's some people who come to us with really low traffic. It's like 30% is, like, hopefully that's going to be next month, and we should be at 100%, 200% six months from now because you're coming to us with, 300 visits right now um, or a thousand visits right now. And that that's really the number that needs to change. So here's the part where we're really trying to dig into with the customer after we get that homework from them, or if we're on a call and they've given us those numbers, 
we're trying to look at and say, like, where are the weak spots right now? And then that's going to help us understand why do, where do we need to dive in? Why is your customer lifetime value for what it sounds like your product or your solution is? Why is it so low? Are you doing no kind of ongoing marketing to your existing customers? Are you not maintaining that relationship well and getting the maximum value out of your customers and also delivering the maximum value to them at the same time? Or is your close rate really abysmal? Um, or are you just generating a ton of crap leads and your percentage of qualified leads are terrible. Um, so we're going to look at all those and then help them understand like, okay, here's the big opportunity point. Obviously we're going to, the next step is going to be to go through an inbound marketing game plan process and put together the whole strategy. But we already know based on this, what we're probably going to focus on first, where is the biggest opportunity to improve things and have the biggest impact on your business. So if you're generating 20,000 visits a month right now, but your conversion rate is below 1%, like that conversion rate should come up um, substantially unless, or else we have a traffic problem with the type of traffic that you're getting to your site. Um, so we're looking at these numbers to try and understand where the pain points are and then out of that highlight the ROI from that. And then obviously there, they've already seen how the math works and we can, we can tweak the math and sometimes they come to us re with a revenue goal um, there are certainly people who come in and say like, here's what I need to generate in the next year, um, based on our budget and projections and board expectations and whatever else, how are we going to get there? And we can look at this and say, here are the three things that should be changed in order to get us there. Like if we can upsell your existing customers or cross sell your existing customers to increase customer lifetime value, if we can, uh, if we can double that conversion rate and, if we can increase traffic by 30%, like that, that gets us there right away. So that's kind of how we use the tool to dive into and help them understand the ROI and kind of skip through some of the process there, Ryan, and we've talked about it a little bit. Um, so I'll let you fill in any gaps there and add your thoughts. Well, great. This is, uh, this is my big thing with sales and with selling things is you really want to uh, give objective truths, uh, which we've talked a lot about in these last couple episodes and the, how the calculator helps you do that. But you also are selling to, to emotional beings and, uh, and trying to take these numbers, which are, are quantifiable, uh, and then pull at what is this, how does this actually impact uh, both the person on an individual level? So you're talking to a marketing manager, you're talking to a sales uh, person, it could be a variety of people within the company. Like if if this happened, if we increased your uh, conversions, if we increased your web traffic, personally, like what would that mean to you? What 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 kind of impact would that have? And then also trying to bring it into the impact. What would the company be able to do with that extra revenue? What, what would it mean, um, you know, to to you guys as a whole? And so trying to you know when I first started working uh, gray in new home construction. Uh, my sales manager, uh, we talked a lot about this and appealing to people's emotion and trying to, uh, you know, a lot of buys, even in, in a business setting, are still emotional buys. Who do they connect with? Who, who do they, you know, who can really kind of pull at those those heartstrings? And so he had a, um, a term that he always told me. Uh, he was, he would look at me and say, Ryan, are you, uh, are you twisting the knife? And I always thought that was like a really gruesome, uh, analogy. Uh, but his point was when you figure out kind of what is important to them on an emotional standpoint, that's where you dig in 
deepest, not just on, you know, when you're, when you're talking about buying a home, price is a big thing and trying to figure out what's important. Uh, my brother and sister-in-law are trying to buy a house right now. I was over there for four hours last night, uh, kind of helping them through some things, um, just as like a, a third party unbiased, someone who knows, uh, about real estate and just watching them, uh, wrestle with the numbers, but more than the numbers, they would always rationalize things with, um, with emotion. And the same thing happens uh, in business. If you understand the value of the marketing manager that is able to tell his boss that he picked the right agency or that he was primarily responsible for a 30%, uh, you know, increase in traffic, which yielded the company X dollars more of money. No, that's probably going to mean a pretty big promotion, which is going to have an impact on his uh, personal life as well. So I try to take some of the information that, that we gather here and then beyond just, yeah, okay, from a number standpoint, this totally makes sense. Like, what does this actually do for you? What does this mean for you and for the company? Um, so that that's really where I kind of go with this, Gray, and that's during that that qualification call. Um, so I, I touched on this in some previous episodes, but in case you guys are just tuning into this one, um, the connect call, building the relationship, building the rapport, the homework I give them is to fill out this calculator, and we're going to go over these results. I have them send it to me uh, before I will jump on a qualification call with them, and then during the uh, qualification call, we will uh, typically open by going over these things, by going over these results. So that kind of segues me into that. Uh, and the qualification call is really just getting these little buy-ins that, yeah, okay, mathematically this makes sense, and then trying to appeal to the emotional side uh, as well and, and going through that with them. Um, so that's just another way, you know, value, it's easy to say value is shown through a tool like this objectively. And it is, it really is. But I think a good sales rep or person at your agency, who's really using it properly is pulling on both the objective side of the numbers, but also the emotional side of the numbers. Uh, and that's important to, uh, to realize and keep in mind as well. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm going to throw in one last thought here, Ryan, and this is kind of, not completely, but uh, primarily unrelated to what you just said. And that is when we go through this calculator assignment and walk through the results with a customer, this is usually a huge differentiator for us versus the other agencies that they're talking to. Because what I have found in the agency space, and we've made this mistake far too many times before, but now we're benefiting from other agencies making this mistake, is you either get the agency who says, buy this strategy, like what we have with the inbound marketing game plan, but you have to pay us, you have to hire us for the project, then we'll build an entire strategy. And they really don't give you like, here's here's even the direction that we're going in. There's like, it's just way too high level. Um, and that doesn't engender a lot of trust in the prospect to know that these people are really going to be able to execute and understand your specific problem well enough to be able to to handle it. So there's too high level, but probably more frequently are the people who are too low level. And so while they're talking about, we're going to write blog posts and we're going to do SEO um, or we're going to do Facebook ads or whatever else it is that they're promoting, we're going to set up HubSpot for you. That's too low level and doesn't tie into like, here are the specific business metrics and pain points that we have. So this calculator kind of gives us the midpoint of, um, we don't need to commit to here is the very best strategy. We haven't looked at your entire marketing funnel. Like we still want to put together this inbound marketing game plan, but we do know based on this that 
um, we know where we need to focus and the types of things that are going to get us there, but we haven't gotten lost in the tactics. And we also haven't said like, we don't know anything about your problem yet. We've, we've clearly identified some of the biggest problems and have a plan for how we're going to, how we're going to get there. And then the next step is just to like really build out what are the specifics and tactics inside that, that high level strategy. So I think this is a good, this usually produces a good midpoint that, um, that clients really relate to, and it's not so uh, so tactical and low level that they get lost or confused, but it's also not so uh, so nebulous that they have no idea what you're going to be doing or focusing on, and so that that seems to be a good balance point with uh, with prospects. I'm going to change the name of the episode to the Inbound Revenue Calculator, the Goldilocks uh, of the sales process. Just right. It's just right. I like it. I like it. Well, good. If you guys want to learn more about the calculator, again, you can go to doinbound.com slash IRC. If you would like, uh, you're welcome to use that version, the Doinbound Revenue Calculator, in your sales um, sales process. That's one of the reasons that we completely redesigned it from our original version at GuavaBox and uh, and made it available on the Doinbound website. So you'll be able to use that and you won't have um, you won't have GuavaBox branding all over the place. Um if you're worried about that, if you'd like to take a copy, customize it for yourself, white label it. It's all super easy to edit. Um, it is integrated into HubSpot, so you can now trigger a new workflow or new notifications when somebody fills this out um, and and downloads their results. There's a lot of different stuff that you can do with it. If you would like a copy of it or just to learn more about what goes into that, um, as of right now, there's nothing on the site where there's a link to get it. Hopefully that'll, that'll be coming soon. So for right now, easiest way is just going to be to email us, uh, gray, G R A Y at doinbound.com or Ryan at doinbound.com. And we'll, we'll definitely get you all the info and, and taken care of guys. Once again, thank you for listening. You've wasted another perfectly good 14 minutes listening to Ryan <laughs> and I st- stolen from car talk. Um, that's a, that's grew, a great show. Grew up on that show. I, mean, he, I don't think my mom was a huge fan, but my dad liked to listen to it. Oh, man. That, man, that's a classic. Click and clack. Good times. The Tappet Brothers. Someday. All right. Well, guys, thanks for listening. You can grab the show notes for this episode and all the others at doingbound.com slash sales journey. And we will see you guys next week where we start diving into contracts. So once we get through that sales process a little bit, and we're looking at what uh, what your retainer or partnership contract should look like. What do we need to make sure we have in there? So stay tuned for that episode, and we'll chat with you shortly. Thank you for listening to Inbound Sales Journey. You can find the show's notes for today's episode at doinbound.com slash salesjourney. That's doinbound, all one word, dot com slash salesjourney. Today's show is sponsored by Do Inbound, the world's first project and process management platform built specifically for inbound marketing agencies. Learn more at doinbound.com. If you enjoyed this episode, why don't you head over to iTunes and subscribe? Make sure you leave us a review of the show. Until next time, remember, life is a journey. Keep moving forward.